must be a better way. There must be a better way to describe things, to arrange words, and a new way to use words to take you to a place beyond words. There must be. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Earl Spicer. Earl Spicer and Erica Spicer. And Erica Spicer. And this is Real Church Matters, where we talk real church matters because real church, church matters. matters. Yeah. I'm glad to have some people with me. I didn't did it by myself for like three Friday, three Thursday. episodes in a row. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Thursdays, but I don't record it on Thursdays. But anyway, before we get into all of that stuff, housekeeping, realchurchmatters.com, that's the website. You can go and find all the episodes, all 187 of them. You can also go to wherever you play podcast, and you can also tell Siri or Alexa, play the latest episode of Real Church Matters podcast, and they will do it. They will do it. You don't believe? I believe you. Watch this. <laughs> hey Siri, play the latest episode of Real Church Matters podcast. Yeah, she she doing it. Oh yeah, she's doing it. What is she? She planning for somewhere. I know, it's over there. This? Oh. So yeah, we got we'll cut it off in a second. You can tell Siri. Hey Siri, stop. Alright, there we go. <laughs> Did she stop? Yeah. Okay, That's perfect. All right, so yeah, all of that is live. We're not taking it out. But yeah, you can <laughs> you can do all of that. That's the coolness of technology. Um, yeah, so I appreciate you guys listening. Please share it. Spread the word. Listen, I know when I talk by myself, it's not most of you cup of tea, but the last episode was a little light. Make sure you guys are listening, please. <laughs> Thank you. God bless, guys. But anyway, obedience over audience. And that means only if I get three plays. Still. <laughs> still obedience over audience. It's all good. That being said, let's get to it. Don't start moving around in that chair. It's, it's not the most reliable chair. How you guys doing? Great. Doing good? Yep. Yeah, we good. The last one we did was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it pretty good. Day. And we've been talking all day and we've been talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, um is there anything particular you guys want to talk about? Did you Jeez, feel- we talked about so much today? <laughs> Cuz we talked about so much. It's like was there something we said that you guys want to think that other people should hear? I would say um when you were talking about um being in our own world Mm. And kind of um, realizing that the people that are in your world, some of them are going to help you and benefit you. Yeah. But others aren't. So let's call this podcast Love Yours. Mm. I think we don't do enough of that. I think first and foremost, I don't think that we appreciate what God has given us. And I think that that goes no further than the people he's put in our lives. So if I had to say anything to anybody and if this was my last time talking to you guys, yeah, I would just say love yours. <laughs> love the family that's been put in your life. Love them. Take advantage. Oh. Take advantage of them. Yeah, yes, right, yes. Right, it's yeah. a good word. That's a good word. It's, yeah. It's a negative connotation placed on it because of the intentions of people's hearts. Yeah. People can make any word nasty. Mm-hmm. But take advantage of the people that God has given you for an advantage. Bars. <laughs> Real church. Many times people will um, go out and search for what they got right in front of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's cute to say. But in practice, it is still happening every single day. Unfortunately, not enough of us are waking up and loving ours while we mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And knowing what loving ours means. Yeah. I was, yesterday, I was trying to, <laughs> it's a funny story, because I was, I you know, I just got contacts and whatnot, and I was trying <laughs> to put them in, and I had got told, 
by uh, my mom the right way to put them in. Yeah. And literally, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this way on my own. Mm-hmm. And when I had, I had, I had uh, went in my room and I was trying to do it sitting down in front of the mirror, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had dropped it, so I was looking. I mean, I was looking everywhere for it, looking on the ground, putting the flashlight, everything. And the whole time, eventually, I'm like, like for like about 30, 40 minutes, I'm sitting there looking for this one tiny contact. And it's my first day, so like. It was I was going crazy, getting upset and all that, and it was literally it fell right in front of me. Yeah. And, and we was talking in the car and I was like, Man, I was looking all over for something that was right in front of me the whole time. Yeah. And it was crazy because 'cause I'm like, I was going right in front of you. It was right like it was like if I would have just took a second, just relaxed and looked right directly in front, I'm like, it's just right it's sitting right here. Sitting right there. But I'm thinking I'm going up under my bed, lifting stuff up. I mean, I'm going yeah. crazy, insane, literally insane, looking for this. And we up. were talking about that, like when we were talking about, um, you know, single people seeking. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you seeking? What are you seeking? You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, I believe that scripture when it says that He gave us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Yeah. He gave it to us. We don't have to yeah. seek it. When you understand that he gave you everything you need, then the only thing you seek is the only thing you don't have, which is him. Mm-hmm. That's what you're yeah. without. That's the seek ye first the kingdom. I seek first the kingdom because everything else is secondary to the kingdom, number one. And number two, everything else is ancillary to what I already have. What you already know. What I already know, what I possess in my mind, what I possess in my heart, and what I possess in my world. What I have right with me. You, brother and sister, are exactly what you need. Right? Yes. You are exactly what you need until you get married. And then your brother has to leave you to the next thing that you need. The new world that you have. You can't hold on to both. He has a job while you are not married. His job is to cleave to you and tend to you and support you, you, protect you, help you, Mm -hmm. build you up, exhort you, encourage you. That's his job until you go and find someone who can do a better job, equal or greater to. Never leave your family to go find somebody who can't do what your family did. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, or that real church matters. <laughs> no, you never do that. Yeah. yeah. You got a family that supports you, that builds you up in your faith, that teaches you the word, that holds you accountable to the word, and then you go find somebody who does the opposite. That's crazy. Yeah. You got a sister who's going to challenge you and hold you to it. I know she does. And then you can go find somebody who don't hold you to nothing. <laughs> That's foolish. And say and say she love you more than your family. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be careful with the, the cable. But the, the the reality is is that we have to challenge ourselves to love ours. There's room for other people in this world. Yeah. There's room. I'm you but know you I'm not no no about. new friends person. Yeah. <laughs> There's room for more people. But you always talked about who's who's who are you placed who's placed in your life right now that you can impact that you can impact that you can care for that you can love, because I get concerned when people are saying they have nobody but they got everybody around them. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what are you lonely for? Like, and what that loneliness is like? What are you looking for as well? Yeah, in and, the loneliness. And what did I say while we were breaking bread? I said. Loneliness is an absence of love. It's not an absence of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real church <laughs> matters. And you said in the loneliness, you don't know how to love. You don't know how to love. I, 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 I don't feel lonely. I'm single, but I'm not lonely. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I learned how to love. Was I lonely at one point as a single person? Yeah, because I didn't love. Mm-hmm. I didn't love minds. Yeah. I didn't love the people God put in me. I didn't love the person God made me. I didn't love mine. You ain't, I really have nothing to look at. You just you just sit laying up. Imagine you don't love yourself and you don't love the people around you, but you think somebody else going to come in and you're going to love them. You couldn't even oh control my. yourself. 
real, real, real church. Matter of fact, matters. that's a Jesus after dark. Jesus after dark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The reality is, is that we cannot say that we are in a place of ready to love anybody when we have not began to love. Yeah. We haven't even begun. I got 13 nieces and nephews. I got uh, 13 uh, brothers and sisters, if you can include my in-laws. Right. So that's 26 people. Right? Yeah. That you're connected to. I'm connected to. Did I have to love? And I'm not even talking about did I feel love from. Yeah. I am love. I'm not looking to feel it no more. When him. you become something, you don't have to feel it anymore. Yeah. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? So ask, ask you what it feel like to be human. I, I don't know. I don't feel it. I just become it. I am it. Right? It's yeah. just the feeling. It's just the feeling. They used to ask Michael Jordan, like, what does it feel like to be in the zone? I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain that. I'm just in the zone. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing. I am me. Might seem foreign to anybody else because you're not me. Yeah. But I'm me. All I know is I sh- I'm doing the same thing everybody else doing. I want to shoot the ball. I shoot the ball. It goes in. goes in more for me than it does anybody else. <laughs> and I make it look bad. <laughs> I make it look easy. I make it look extraordinary. But I don't feel extraordinary. Yeah. What I feel is me. Mm. Everybody talks about this love, this foreign love that's so extraordinary, so amazing. But if it's you you became loved and what you're thinking of is doesn't have to be romanticized or idealized. It is more than an idea. It is an identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real church matters. It right? is who you are. It's who I am. Loving my, loving my father, my mother, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, and loving them all. G, that's probably why even the, uh, Pharisees and people that couldn't figure Jesus out is like, how does it, what they're there in their heads, they're like, why does he think he is who he is? And that's why he always said, I am who I am. I yeah. am that because I am. Because it's like, I'm not, he's not faking it. He's not trying to portray anything greater than what God has put in right, his life. Right, right. You got to, sometimes it's deceptive feelings yeah. because I can put on a fresh suit and feel expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel important. <laughs> And take that suit off and feel worthless. But it's just at the moment. It's just in the moment. It's in the but moment. It's not like who you are. Who you are is it lasts. Right. And it's eternal in a that's, way. That's where what walking. happens when you're in something, but it's not your identity. Yeah. You can be involved in something and it can give you value, but you don't identify with it. So when it leaves, so does your identity. Yeah. Like we were talking about with somebody having an earring or like something placed in there. Yeah, when and they, they get take mad. It out, they don't feel the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. your job tell you take your earrings out, take your necklace off, or take, cut your hair, <laughs> cut your hair, and you say, "But this is me. That's not you." I know that's not you because if you got propecia and all your hair fell out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I know that's not you because when you die, you don't cease to exist. Mm-hmm. You exist in a new plane, a truer plane of existence, right? Yeah. yeah. Our identities has little to do with this, but our loving of people is so connected to this mm-hmm. that it's disgusting. I love you. The people that we we um, pedestalize and put in like great uh, is that a word? Gr- pedestalize? Yeah, yeah, pedestalize a word, bro. You just taught me a new word. I'm still in that. Okay. You get one of you get one of these for that. Obedience over audience. <laughs> but the people we pedestalize and uh put in like we see in such a great light, they have certain they may have certain qualities about them. Oh, they have certain qualities about them. Like that it may be the clothes they wear. It may be the clothes they wear or the attire they have on, but that's not even really them. Right. Yeah. But but we feel that, and because we feel it, we assume a role. As soon as we remove the trappings of it, we no longer feel. Yeah. So when I have a, a companion, I feel loved. When I don't, I don't. So what is that I feel? Because I don't know if that was love. That's why it's temporary. A lot of the things that's a lot of the things that are surface, where you can yeah. just take stuff off and put it back on when it's convenient, the people or when that, it's comfortable. Right, because the people that come in and out of my life do not bring love with them. 
real church. (laughs) (laughs) They don't bring love with them. I am love. Yeah. They come to receive. Mm. And no, at no time in that engagement do I feel like they have to come with love for me. Like it needs, it don't need to be a two way street. Because that's not your job. I don't need reciprocity. That's not your job. You know what you do with the love I give you? Go give it to somebody else. Because there's somebody already giving me love. Yeah. Right. Somebody who was called to give me that. We all have our calls and we all have our people that we need to give love to. I've been giving love my whole life. It's time for me to give love out. And giving love is not in my actions as much as it is in my being. Something yeah. as simple as at dinner. We said that Errol remarked about something that annoyed him. Mm-hmm. It's literally like we can be so caught up in our comfortabilities, how we feel. Yeah. That we could think that everybody around us is supposed to serve us in our feelings, make us comfortable. They are supposed yeah. to change. To make they are it. supposed to change and assimilate and contort and conform, conform. Yeah. so that we can feel comfortable. Right? right. Yeah. That's not love. That's the funky part about the Bible having certain perspectives. The Bible tells us that. God is very clear on what he deems to be holiness. Mm -hmm. But when people do not operate according to the word, that does not remove them from the the umbrella of God's love. It removes them from the comfort of God's companionship. Mm. It's two different things. Mm. Right? Yeah. I love everybody. I don't spend time with everybody. You could. I love everybody. I don't walk with everybody. Right. I love everybody. I I don't talk with everybody. I don't do business with everybody. Right. Yeah. I don't share money with everybody, but I love everybody. Not everybody has access to me, my time, my money, my talents. Not everybody has access to that, even though I love them. Mm -hmm. They might think that I don't love them because they don't have access to that time, talent, etc. But I do. But what I'm saying is, is that there's another level of companionship yeah. that Jesus talks about. He says, you guys are my friends because you obey my word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God loves us. But friendship comes through obedience. And that goes along with the trust thing, how. Jesus said that because they were obeying his words. But just like with trust, when you put your trust in somebody, it's because you're listening to the words that they're saying and you want to actually walk it out. You don't want to actually obey it. So just like with that friendship comes the trust. There you go. That's why I brought it up, because part of love yours, which is what I want us to be mindful of for the rest of this 2021, Mm -hmm. is that we start to love people by obeying the people who need to be obeyed. By starting to regard the wise people in our lives. Don't say y'all love Uncle Forrest and I'm saying things to you that you're not regarding. Like taking seriously. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Consider like, it seriously. This ain't us chopping it up. Just, oh, man, when we talk to Uncle Forrest, it'd be cool. Like it's intellectually stimulating. He <laughs> asks us cool questions and we get to talk like adults. No, you talking like souls. Yeah. But I'm depositing in your souls something that you need to regard. And take with adults. you. And take, take with you every step of your life. Assume every, it. Yeah. Make it, a, make it a part of your life. Uh, assimilate that to your life. Change your life according to those words. Not because they come out of my mouth, but because before they came out of mine, they came out of his. <laughs> Obedience over audience. You understand? Yeah. yeah. The reality is, is that if you regard a wise person in that way, you love them. Love yours. Love the wise people in your life, people. Podcast people who are listening right now. Love the wise people in your life. Love the dumb people too. Love the people who love folly. But commit yourself to friendship, kinship, discipleship with people who are wise. Relationship. <laughs> Relationship. Forgot one of the ships. But we be shipwrecked. <laughs> Because we, in every one of the ships, we never actually understand what it means to navigate in that that role. We don't know what a relationship means. We don't know what friendship means. We don't know what discipleship means. We don't even know what kinship means. Yeah. 
But then we be shipwrecked in the outside world too. Not even our own world. Yeah, we. That's what I mean by relationship. Oh, okay. Because relationship is that that constant in- interconnectivity that we have with anyone. Yeah. And so every time we move out into this world, we have relationships. Yeah. Sometimes people throw those relationships into other piles when they don't deserve it. So Earl will have a roommate. He shares a dorm with them. At first, he'll say roommate. Then over a certain amount of time, he'll be like, yeah, my friend Tommy, he just said, <laughs> like, oh, who's Tommy? Yeah. Oh, that's my roommate. Is he your roommate or your friend? Right. Right? What category is he in? What category is he in? We move people from one category to another just off of time. Mm. That's or nasty. just off how we feeling about Just him. off all how we feeling at the moment. Just because they around. That's why I was talking about people moving through their life like a Ouija board. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A man don't know what woman he should be with. So he just go to the first one he see. Right. And if three of them come at one time, he go to the one that looked the prettiest or built the best or know him the least. Right. Yeah. Three men suitors come to Erica. She don't know which one to pick. So she picked the one that looked the handsomest, has the most money or looks the most secure. Mm. Right. We guessing on all this stuff because we have no level of decisiveness because we never even moved in a place where we understood the things God gave us. So then we don't even know the things that he didn't give us and we don't know the difference. We lack discretion, lack discretion because we don't even know what is God ordained and what is heart ordained. What is desire ordained? It's a scary place to be to know that you don't know what in the world you supposed to be because you don't know what in the world is your world. <laughs> Real church yeah. matters. So if we start with love yours, we can go a long way. Because people don't know how to just love theirs, man. They don't know how to just love theirs, just take care of theirs, just be with theirs. Yeah. Anybody who I told you guys about a situation where somebody was was trying to enter into my world, but they wanted to enter it in their way. Yeah. And I said, no, you're welcome to this world, but this is the way you're welcomed. No other way. No other way. Nothing more. Nothing more, nothing less. This is the way you get to enter into the world for me. Some people will say, well, you sound so haughty. You sound so prideful. You sound so snooty. You sound so you're better than Mm -hmm. You sound so harsh. But in reality, it's, it's a... It's protective of what God has given because we keep involving people into things that they weren't supposed to be involved with. Yeah. Because I can do this person a better service to say, I know for sure I don't belong to you. Therefore, I know you don't belong to me. So somebody's missing you. And therefore, you don't probably belong to God. (laughs) You you definitely belong to God. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't want to get too crazy. I'm saying that person. You don't belong in this place. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not obeying God. You belong to somebody else. We got to start returning people to sender. Yeah. And not to go back (laughs) to that scripture, because I know we said in another podcast, but when Jesus was like, I know he was talking about his mother and father, but in general, he was talking about, you know, any relationship that he has. Like, who who are they? Who are they? Whoever does the will of God. Who is my mother? Who is my brother? He was saying, this is how I define kinship. Yeah. Whoever does the will of God. Yes. Yeah. He's being a gatekeeper to a, to a, a kinship. Imagine how he is to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. This is, he, he took it to blood. So everything else is beneath blood, right? Right. So he's telling you, who is my mother, who is my brother, but him who does the will of God. And it would contradict itself if all of a sudden he, he ran to some woman and was like, well, I know who she is. She my wife. Why? Because <laughs> look at her, fam. <laughs> look at her. She. I don't know if they had brick back then, so I don't know if he would say she's a brick house. <laughs> He'd be like, look at her. She's a straw house. I mean, goodness gracious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The reality is, is that it's contradictory to yeah. go by your eyes in one way and then go by character in another. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I know who's for me according to who, how they treat my God. Yeah. You're talking about that too. People's yeah. character and just knowing automatically. 
doesn't have to be like romantic type relationship, but any even relationship. any relationship, you know automatically a person's character by the way they're talking to you and how they're the conversation and their disposition. How they know. feel about God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How they treat him. Yeah. And when you say, I don't want to mess with nobody who don't treat God right, that's real. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even about you no more. It's like, to be honest, like, if it was just up to me, you're beautiful. It was If it was just up to me, you have all the qualifications as a, of a, a man that I would be interested in, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm pointing at a, a woman when I say this. <laughs> Or to my nephew, you have all the qualifications of the type of woman I would be interested in. You're smart, you're funny, blah, 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 blah. All the stuff that ain't really real because they're curating the experience and they can't sustain it over time. So three months later, she's not as funny as you thought she was because <laughs> she ran out of jokes that her brothers gave her. <laughs> real church matters. You're crazy. So. You're crazy. <laughs> Yeah, hey, brothers be giving jokes out here. Definitely, brothers be giving jokes. But they do. <laughs> so, what was I saying? You were saying, you were saying you're not as funny. Yeah, you're all the things that don't really matter. So, if it was up to me, I would be down. But because I don't like the way you treat my God, who I love more than you. Mm. But you hear people say it. You hear women say it when they're, uh, they're single mothers. If a man come in my life and he don't treat my kids right, he out of here. <laughs> they do say that. <laughs> they do yeah, say they that. say that, right? Yeah. yeah. They be like, I ain't got no time for somebody who don't love mine like it's his. Or you could tell that by a man, by the way they treat their mother, they say that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't want no man that don't love mine like it's his. Well, I don't want nobody that don't love God like it's theirs. <laughs> right yeah and since we know how to love god because we are challenged in how we love him ourselves this is easy to figure out people are like no everybody has their own relationship with god they do and that's why you can see somebody choking out a woman and you you can go and break it up like hey leave that woman alone and then she can start fighting you <laughs> She'd be like, don't don't talk to my man like that. Be like, ma'am, he was just choking you. You need to mind your business. That's what you need to do, right? <laughs> that didn't happen before. That you look at them before. like they're crazy. Like-, like they're crazy, but they're used to a certain type of relationship. Mm-hmm. People be having an abusive relationship with God, but we, we, you look and be like, well, they know who God is. Yeah, but look at how they treat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at how they treat them. Abusive. Abusively. Not every relationship is right, even if they have a relationship. We be giving people points and, and giving them credit just for knowing who he is and knowing a few things that he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with him. Yeah, the head and not the tail skirt. Yeah, yeah. The, Erica, I know about that. Like I've been in my grew up in church. <laughs> Erica, you know, and they just regurgitating what they hear and you you already halfway sold because yeah. he just looked apart and stuff. So you're yeah. like, oh, he knows so much. Wait, oh my God, he loves the Lord. Then all of a sudden you realize you he's spent more time with you. And when does he have time for God? Mm-hmm. And you're like, dang, we spent the whole day together. When did, When is he going to leave to go pray? When is he going to spend time with his word? I notice the more time I spend with him, the more he puts God on the back burner. Yeah. Right? I notice the more that we get personal and start to spend intimate space with one another, that he starts to talk about me like he was talking about God. God. Now I'm noticing. So is this really working for me then? Yeah. Now I'm noticing he's saying he can't get me out of his head. But if he can't get me out of his head, where did God go? I don't care because he loved me. See how that go? Yeah. yeah. And we'd be easy to slip into this thing because we don't love ours. You start there. We just love ours, man. That's where I'm at with it. I ain't worried about no woman. I love mine. No friend. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't worry about no friends. I ain't worry. I got a lot of people in my life and I give them all the love I can. And they don't need to give me a a bit of it back. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. We was out to eat and he said, one day we're going to have to take you out. No, you don't. If you really appreciate what, what I did for you, go do it to somebody else. Fight time. Yeah. <laughs> go bless somebody else. Make right. them feel the way I made you feel. Maybe your family member, your nephew. Your nephew. Yeah. Your sister. You know what I'm saying? Go do it to somebody else who need it, who don't got a me in their life. Right. Love yours. Yeah. You minds. Now go love yours. Right? Yeah. Because y'all got people that ain't minds. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, this is some good stuff, man. Right? Yeah. Right. This This makes us feel good just to know, like, we cracking the code to what real love is. Mm-hmm. We will never, I'll never experience loneliness again. I will never. One day, everybody I love will leave. Mm-hmm. Time does that. One day, the, my parents won't be here. One day, people I love won't be here. One day, I won't be here. And you'll never experience loneliness. Why? Because you'll always have somebody to love. So love yours. <laughs> love them while they're here. Every last one of them. Right. Don't you dare stop. Yeah. Your mother, your father, you start there. Start at the top. You work your way down. Your sisters, your brothers. Think about the, when the last time I talked to my brother. When the last time I talked to my sister. When the last time I let them know. Because at your young age, that's important. Mm-hmm. I don't ask myself that question with my siblings who are married. They got somebody else. They got somebody own. else that's theirs. theirs yeah. You know what I'm saying? They not mine's no more. That's scriptural. Yeah. <sighs> it's Bible. People hate that. They be like, bro, I ain't spoke to you in a minute. I mean, you somebody else's. Your minutes are taken. Yeah. I wouldn't even try to interfere with that. <laughs> I wouldn't even try to interfere with that. The Bible say you cleave to something else. That's yours now. And they have priorities and responsibilities. They have priority. They have responsibility. They got seniority. They got tenure. They got all the yorities. They got everything. <laughs> and I encourage you to love yours. Yeah. I'm going to love mine. My baby sis. My baby brother. You know what I'm saying? They they need that love. They need that time. They're going to get that from me. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Philip. Shout out to Charity. They're going to get that. Why? Because they minds. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. minds. And when you know, like, when you know the people that you love need that love, but you just, like, sit around or you don't you do not do anything about it. It's kind of like you look back and you're like, oh, I'm held responsible all I'm, the way. I'm, I feel bad. Yeah. Like, y'all see me? We was at the table and, and your uncle was like, he, he, he was learning to drive and stuff. And I'm like, baby, bro, who taught you how to drive? Mm-hmm. He was like, it was this person that was like, where was I? Yeah, he was disappointed. Yeah, because I know my head wasn't where it needed to be. I should have been there. He needed that. Yeah, he should have been the one to talk. I should have been the one. Yeah. I should have been the one. My dad should have been the one. That's ours. Yeah. It be like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why I'm sharing it with y'all is because you don't get those times back. No. That's yours. You left it for somebody else and it wasn't nobody else's responsibility. It was yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My 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 baby brother, he got two girls. Ain't nobody else's job. It ain't even the, uh, their mother's job. His job is his job. It ain't no splitting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every bit of love he has is for them. It ain't no, I gave them all the love. Now it's some for their mother. Nah. Oh, it, you you give them all. You give your whole self. Yeah. Because that's yours. And you do that and that's all you can worry about. Right? Yeah. That's what it means. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't mind looking back and being like, dang, what was I thinking? You know what I was thinking though? I was in my own head thinking about what I didn't have. Can you imagine that? I spent my 20s sitting and thinking about what I didn't have when I when I didn't pay attention to what I had. Mm. 
Feel me? Yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm a youth minister. I'm teaching other kids, but I'm not making sure my brother know how to drive. I'm not even in a position to teach him how to drive. Which was your job? It was, uh, like you said, you was you had expected stuff that hadn't came through. You chasing things. You making new responsibilities. Yeah. You're not even following the ones that you've been given. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's the crazy thing about people being single and trying to rush and find a relationship. Like, you're looking for new work and you ain't do your job. Because <laughs> a, a relationship is work. A real one. It's, it's a real work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all noticed that. I don't know if y'all people watchers like me, but you got mom and dad. Like You see them. It look like work, don't it? Yeah. Yes. I hope it don't look like like when people be up there like hashtag relationship goals. I be look. I I want to put hashtag job fair. <laughs> yeah. Feel me? Because that's all that's I see. Daily. That's a work. Mm-hmm. Every time I see a relationship, I be seeing like a. It's like a different job. Job thing. application. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, you would you like to come here? We got that. You just keep going down. You just seeing more work. <laughs> Just seeing work. We were sitting there it's eating like the it People in the mall that be trying to offer you them stuff, and then they start getting you into uh, going trying a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, so get you caught up. You getting caught up? We were sitting at a restaurant today. We saw an old couple. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I saw the, the the old woman. She's very frail. She reach over to the old man. She wipe his the food off his face. Mm-hmm. He said he had to go to the bathroom. She. She wished she could help him up, but he she she just as frail as hell. And it looked like it hurt just for him to stand up. And then it took him forever to go to get to the bathroom. Forever to come back. And it's just them two still going out to eat. Yeah. Probably had to be in their nineties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still moving around. They have to serve each other. Ain't no more about sex no more. <laughs> Ain't no more but sex. They try to make sure they breathe tomorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? They try to make sure their heart they don't to stop. See tomorrow. They try to see tomorrow. They ain't trying to see no draws. <laughs> Jesus after dark. They're not trying to see no draws. <laughs> they try to see tomorrow. <laughs> the problem is we try to see draws. <laughs> you try to see draws when you don't understand. You better hope you you playing around in the draws of somebody who want to see tomorrow with you. Yeah. Or care if you see tomorrow. Who going to help you see tomorrow? Who going to be there when your tomorrow look a little like your last tomorrow? (laughs) Right? Yeah. You got people that talk about growing old with people and they got parents that's growing old and they don't care about. Mm. Crazy. You got to love yours. Love yours. Love, I might have to put a drop. I got two extra spaces here. Be like, love yours. Don't worry about mine. Don't worry about theirs. But you know, a lot of times as um, people get older and then they they fall into that, oh, I wish I could have did this. I wish I could have did that for people. Or they feel like, I feel like I wasted so much time um, not doing what I need to do that for for that person, and then yeah. they go on and pass away, and it's like they they fall into that victimhood, and it's just like, but you also have other people now that you could be loving, yeah, that you could be showing the way, man. Just to just to hug your brother, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Just to hold him real quick. He about to leave, you know. Mm-hmm. About to go for a year. It's a lot that can happen. Just to hug him and, and just. Just one more time. Yeah. You know? Just to let him know, like, I love you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He about to be surrounded by people who don't love him. That don't mean a bad thing. That don't mean they evil. That's just how it is. That's just how it is, fam. (laughs) Like, they don't love you. They might be the kindest people in the world, but they don't love you. And if stuff goes south, they ain't going to care. They not going to care. Yeah. They don't love you. They can learn to like you or learn to grow an appreciation for you. But they love is a responsibility and no one ever has to be responsible when it's not there. You're not theirs and they're not yours. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And people be like, what does marriage matter if we're together? Because marriage says I'm my, your minds and I'm 
yours, yours. Not in a possessive way, but in a responsible way. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. Not in that R and B way either. <laughs> not in that R and B way, like baby be mine. Like, no, don't be mine in the bed. Be mine in my head. <laughs> be mine in my responsibility. My my acknowledgement. My service to you. Yeah. That's what cleaving is. You feel me? We leave and we cleave. But that's why you cherish those moments that God gives you with the people that you have now. Love them. Because that's, that's exactly what Jesus did with the disciples before he left. You, you know, he was all. like, this is my last time here, okay? But I'm, I'm coming back, though. Just know that. But he cared. Yeah. Like John, John 17. And he knew that he would always, he told him, I will always be with you. Always yes. be with you. Yes. And those moments will always be with you if you yeah. take advantage of them. Yeah. You have to. You're leaving. You make sure you talk to your sister as often as you can. Not because you need it. Because she do. Right. Not because she ever will say she does. But because you know she does. Right. Right? You love her. Because that's your sister. Before you ever sit talk this tough talk, like you ready to love somebody else's sister, <laughs> love yours. Right. Oh my gosh! You gotta say it again. <laughs> For everybody though. I don't have a crying button. <laughs> I don't. But but yeah, you love yours. Yeah. You know, you reach out to him. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because you need it, but because he need it. And you don't need him to say he needs it. You know he needs it. Because that's yours. And before you tell me you can love somebody else's brother, you better love yours. Right? Right. Right? Amen. Before you tell me you could be somebody else's mommy, you better love yours. Both of them. Right? Right. Before you tell me you could be somebody else's daddy, you better love yours. Right? Same go for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Or you could tell you need to be somebody's husband. Yeah. You love your father. You ready to go you hug somebody? <laughs> you can go hug somebody else's sister, but you're not going to hug yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I was about to say niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Folks be up there laying in their bed longing for someone's touch but won't lay their hand on their mother. Lay their hand on their father and just hold them and pray with them and love on them. I was in the hospital. I was laying in the bed and I was scared. And I asked my father, give me a hug. I'm a grown man. I'm 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 39 years old at the time, mm-hmm. and I I'm scared. And I'm asking my father, who's 60 something at the time, I'm asking him get up and hug me. I'm not sitting there thinking I'm alone. I got minds right there. Yeah. Or you're not sitting there thinking I'm too grown to be trying to do that. Because the Bible head. tells me otherwise. Yeah. I need that. Mm-hmm. Need him to hug me. I need him to hold me. I need him to encourage me. That touch means something. It hit yeah. different when it's from somebody that's yours. Right. Hugs be weird when you hugging people. You're not even sure if they yours. Mm. Man. Yeah. These people don't be ours. We be playing one on TV. <laughs> it ain't real. You guessing. That's why you looking at their phone like, I wonder who they talking to. Because you ain't sure. Mm-hmm. You're you don't not have sure to, who they belong to. You ain't sure who they belong to because you know they not yours. Just playing with it. I know who mine. I know that hug is real. If I ever felt a real hug, it came from my father. If I ever felt a real hug, it came from my mother, it came from my brother, it came from my sisters. Yeah, wow. That's mine. No question about it, no doubt about it, no bow to doubt it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. And love doesn't always have to be those big things that, you know, people look like. Of course, you know, love is patient and kind. But when people see that, they think it's like, 
Not oh. the goofy long la- love languages. That's what she yeah. said. <laughs> Not like it's just it's just the littlest things. Hey, here, I'm gonna give them a love language because they they didn't didn't do enough Rosetta Stone. Take <laughs> your love language. Love yours. This language only got two words. Love yours. Love yours. Stop playing around with other people's. Love yours. <laughs> yeah. Man. Y'all got me crying and stuff. Y'all got me emotional, <laughs> man. This is good stuff though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I appreciate the realities that, that come to us. Yeah. So that we can take advantage of it. And it's cool because you about to go off to college. You've been home for a year. Loving yours. We've been loving you too. Right. So. Right. I told you that at the beginning of this, right? Yeah. I said, bro, this is a perfect opportunity to spend more time with your family. Right? Yeah. When I came home, you told in 2020 when I came home. Yeah. Yeah. You don't remember me I saying I do that? remember you saying that. Right. And yeah. in, in the beginning, and I, mean, I don't know what year, but you said it's a time for reconciliation with the family. Yeah. And I believe that it was. I truly do believe. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was uh, like, yeah, we did sit a lot of time together. You did, like, and it was, it was hard. Not really, maybe hard times, but it was uneasy. Hard, yeah, and it was times right. that uncomfortable times. Yeah, because we we haven't we haven't flexed the muscle of love correctly. Right. So when you don't move a, a something a lot, it becomes atrophy. I'm gonna yeah. tell you, love has become atrophy in this world. Foreign, it becomes foreign, hard to move because it hasn't been worked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just spending time with your sister, not in your phone, not worried about somebody else's sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that was totally different. <laughs> yeah. Because I was doing that. I know. <laughs> and like when I actually started, you don't realize how much about a person, how much stuff, like how when you told me you started asking questions about your younger sister, you didn't realize the stuff she actually liked, the stuff she didn't like. You don't want until you come out of yourself and you actually start asking them certain questions. You just be amazed because you're like, man, I've been sitting here and I mean, I'm letting years fly by and I ain't never asked you this question. Bro, years. Like what you really want to do, like what you really want to be. Just sitting with my sister and understanding her. I know know when she upset before she even shows she upset. Mm -hmm. I know what pisses her off and gets under her skin. I know all of that. And and I just have a better understanding of appreciation for her because I'm seeking to understand her mm-hmm. because she minds. Right. I'm not wasting my time seeking to understand somebody else's sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There'll be a time for that. If there's a time for that, when there's a time for that, maybe there is, maybe there ain't. It don't matter because I'm loved. Right. Yeah. I all one thing I will always have is minds. <laughs> Real church matters. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to me being married or not married. One thing I'll never have to worry about is not having minds. What's for me is for me. It will be abundantly clear. I'll never be unsure. What if I am supposed to be? I'll never be in that place no more. Yeah, It's a horrible place to be. And I'll say this before we go. The f- crazy thing is people will rather hide behind the cross than take it up. It's one of them. Yeah. Real church <laughs> matters. Be hide behind the word of God instead of using it. Assuming it in their life, taking it on as responsibility. Instead, they hide behind it and say things and play around with this mess. Like, No. Real love looks a certain way. It looks like loving yours. And if you're trying to chase somebody else's and not taking advantage and uh, being grateful of yours, yeah. you don't know how to love. And people should stay deny, away from you. Like deny like Peter did and not associate with it. Feel me? Actually stand tall. It's lame. It. It's lame. It's a character flaw. When I see it in men, it's nasty to me. When I see them regard women that ain't their wives more than they regard their wives. Mm. It's only when it's convenient, too. I, you feel me? Yeah. I see them, you know what I'm saying, regarding other people's children, not their own. Regarding other people's sisters, not their own. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing is, it gets funky because it's no different than men and women getting married and regarding their family that they supposedly left more than they regard the people that they cleave to. 
That they're supposed to be cleaved. You're supposed to be cleaved to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My sister is more y'all's than she is mine. So y'all better take care of y'all's. Because right. they used to be mine's. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Just some good stuff, man. <laughs> I know you can't hear this music, but it's just I'm playing the outro music. It is every time. He does it. He's be like he missing out. You could look how many pairs of headphones over there. Oh, you ain't Nah, you can't put those on. <laughs> hey man, this was a bomb episode. Yeah, it was. Man, I'm gonna listen back to this one. Hey, and share it with people who you know feel lonely. Share it with people who you know not really loving right or don't know what real love is. Share it with people who think their love language is gifts. <laughs> share it with people who think their love language is sex. Share it with people who just don't know how to speak the real language of love because they don't know the two words that matter the most to love, which is love yours. yours. No words of affirmation. <laughs> That's the only affirmation you get. Thank you, Erica. No problem. Love you. Love you too. Thank you, Errol. You're welcome. Be safe at school. I will. I expect <laughs> to hear from you. I got you. But she should hear from you more than me. For sure. You that's love yours. Mine. It's mine. And you mine's. But she's yours as well. Right? Yeah. Love everybody. God bless. Real Church Matters. We out. <laughs>